You got him. I said, what? You got him. What night is he dark? I said, they don't work Monday nights. Next Monday, you got him. <laughs> I said, okay, Jackie, I'm going to plug it. Pal, I said you got him, you got him. So I go back, and that night on the air, I said, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, next Monday night, Frank Sinatra. Wow. The papers are writing up Frank Sinatra to appear on Larry King. Frank now opens at the front of the booth. The station calls me in on Friday and said, listen, we're preparing a big ad for the Miami Herald for Monday morning. Wow, number five. You sure you got him? I <laughs> told me you got him. He said, well, we've called the Fondable a lot, left messages, and he hasn't returned any call to messages. So we don't know that he's coming, and the ad's going to cost a little piece of money. I, I don't know what to tell you. So he said, well, we'll run the ad. Number six. Uh, maybe I ought to call Jackie. <laughs> I called Jackie Friday's out on the golf course. Gets in later. Yeah, what, pal? I said, well, I just want to check his friend. Did I tell you he's coming? He got mad. I said, okay, fine. Sorry. Now it's Monday night. It's five to nine. The whole radio station stayed. The people who worked during the day did not go home, secretaries, anybody, salesmen. Because to, to be in Frank Sinatra's presence was unbelievable. You, you couldn't be bigger. I'm standing. It's five to nine. I go on at five after nine, right after the news, till 12. Oh, this is just great. Listen to this. Number seven. Suddenly this limo comes. Pulls him, Frank gets out, and his PR guy gets out with him. Jim, his last, I'll think of his last name. Jim comes up the stairs and says, who's Larry King? He says, I don't know how you got him. He says, I get paid not to get him here. Okay. I don't know how you got him. And Frank says, who's Larry King? And we're all standing there. I go, sheepishly. He, okay, let's go, you know, Frank, let's go. We go into the studio. But this is what launches his career. Listen to this, number eight. Good evening. My guest tonight is Frank Sinatra. Why are you here? Now, a lot of guys would have said, my guest tonight is the famous Frank Sinatra. He's here at the Fontainebleau or my old friend Frank Sinatra. None of that. Why are you here? Because the audience has got to wonder how I got him. I don't know how I got him, except what Lisa told me. And he says, Frank says, well, five, six years ago, I'm working Ben Maxick's Town and Country Club in New York. Saturday night, closing night, I got laryngitis. Can't sing. Number nine. And we've got a packed house. So I call up my friend Jackie. I said, Jackie, would you come over and do an hour for me? I can't sing. Gleason came over, did an hour. I walked him out to his limo when he's leaving. I leaned in. I said, Jackie, I owe you one. I check into town to sing here at the phone blow. I get a message to call Gleason. I call up. She answers the phone. I said, Jackie, it's Frank. And all he said was, Frank, this is the one. Oh, can you imagine the power of persuasion? Because now he's family. Number 10. And from that radio show, <laughs> at the end of the show, he says, hey, kid, you're pretty good. Want to come see my show? I said, sure. He says, okay, I'll leave two tickets. Two. There'll be a reservation for two tomorrow night. First show, dinner show. Number 11. Front row. Front table. Oh, my God. Frank Sinatra's on stage. In the middle of his show, he always came out, took a cup of tea, and conversed with the audience. And he says, last night I did, I don't do this, folks, but Jackie Gleason asked me to do this radio show, and I owed him a favor, and I did. And I want to tell you, I had a great time. This kid interviewed me, he's a great interviewer. I'd like to have you meet him. You're going to hear about him. And then something that a family member would have happened to them. This is hilarious. Number 12, finally. Larry King, stand up. Well... It was dessert time. I'm eating Cherry's Jubilee. 
It's the ice cream with cherries and syrup. Um, I stand up, bang, it hits me, it falls all over me, cherry jubilees over my face, the thing, the girl is sitting there looking. Frank starts to laugh, the entire audience cracks up. And thus was launched his career, the power of persuasion. You can't pick your relatives, but you can pick your friends. Who are you going to call at 2 o'clock in the morning and pick to pick you up from the airport that you're stranded? It's a beautiful story. Coming up next, we're going to hear this story, the Italian-American style, in sports. How Tommy Lasorda describes meeting Mickey Mantle for the first time and changing Oral Hershiser's career due to the power of persuasion. I'm also going to tell you a story from rounding last night and a nurse that I met on the floor while I was making rounds late at night last night. The power of persuasion from a nurse to a patient. One of the most beautiful things I've ever heard happened to me last night at the hospital. Tommy Lasorda and Cedar sinai making rounds last night. That'll be what I'll talk about, tell a story. Coming up next on the Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN.